Melbourne. Uh, the Royal Melbourne Hospital, their outbreak is linked to the one in Shepparton. It's pretty significant, the one in Shepparton. They've got hundreds of staff as well furloughed from the Royal Melbourne, and they've got COVID patients as well. Associate Professor Chris McIsaac joins us. He's the Director of Intensive Care at the Royal Melbourne. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Raph. How many people furloughed from the hospital right now? Uh, in terms of our staff, we've got approximately 370 staff furloughed. How hard is it to replace them? Look, it is challenging, but I've got to say it's been an extraordinary response on behalf of the hospital. A lot of staff have uh, turned up to do extra shifts, to work longer shifts. Uh, we have reduced uh, uh, occupancy a little bit, which has been pleasing. So everybody's getting safe care and the, the hospital is, is running uh, but it has been certainly a very challenging period of time for us since um, the last few days. And do you know how many patients or staff have the virus? I think it's only a handful, but I just don't know the number. Uh, yeah, I do have those numbers. So uh, the outbreak here at the Royal Melbourne is seven patients and eight staff. Ooh, so these are much lower, handful, right. lower numbers than what we dealt with in 2020, very pleasingly. And at least we have the added um, reassurance that the majority of our staff are vaccinated. And um, we're very much hoping that's going to limit the extent of the outbreak. And to be clear, that seven is people who've caught the virus or well, somehow picked up the virus at hospital. Is that a different number to those who were brought to the hospital to be treated? Uh, yes, that's correct. But I, I think that number may include the index Might case. include them, right. Do you know how many you've got in intensive care with COVID? Uh, we've got five patients at the Royal Melbourne Intensive Care Unit at the moment. Is five and, a lot? Uh, uh, look, it's a fair workload. We had uh, a peak, uh, we did some load rebalancing, as we call it, across the state last year. We had uh, 10 patients at one stage in 2020 in the Royal Melbourne ICU. And at the moment, we have five, and there's a seven further patients up on our infectious diseases ward. I keep on seeing this discussion that we're using something like 75 80% of the intensive care beds in the country. How much strain is the system under right now in your mind? I think our New South Wales colleagues are under a greater degree of strain than we are here in Victoria at the moment. In terms of uh, numbers in Victoria, I think the numbers I saw this morning were there were 11 patients across uh, Victorian ICUs. Uh, as a proportion of the beds, that is still a fairly small number uh, and compatible uh, in the past with severe flu seasons. But obviously with a pandemic, we are concerned that those numbers may escalate, and which is why, as you've been doing, we're encouraging everybody who can to get vaccinated. And really pleasingly, as you're probably aware, we run the NKEC Centre yes. and we hit a record yesterday with 2,000 Victorians coming forward to be vaccinated, which is really uh, terrific news to hear and we hope it continues. Yes, I got vaccinated by Royal Melbourne people um, at Jeff Shed, so I'm very grateful. Uh, Chris McIsaac, how do people feel at the hospital? You've been running on fumes for a while, not fumes, but hospitals are always pushed. COVID's an extra pressure. We're into the second year. How's morale amongst the staff? The staff are holding up remarkably well. I think we're all part of the lockdowns and have the frustrations of wanting to live a normal life but understand the reasons why we're in lockdown. I think staff on the whole are actually feeling better prepared this year than last, and um, the majority of staff are very comforted by the fact that they're vaccinated. And so we rolled out 
um, you know, as you might imagine, was one of the early uh, groups, uh, hospital staff, to be vaccinated. So the majority of hospital staff had access to the vaccine in March. Um, and so for all the staff who are vaccinated, they're actually feeling like it's business as usual and feel more, perhaps more comforted than they did in 2020. Do you lie there at night as the head of intensive care, sort of doing maths in your head about how many COVID patients you could actually do in intensive care, how many ICU beds you could rustle up if you have to? Yeah, we are constantly thinking about the planning. Uh, and I guess uh, you know, we're a small microcosm of society. We all pr- The pandemic proves it has a way of popping up unexpectedly and influencing lives in unexpected ways. So we're constantly doing contingency planning and thinking about different staff, craft groups. And might be but is it, is it the, the thought you have when you're lying there in bed trying to sleep? Is, does it intrude in your psyche in that way? Uh, it, it comes and goes. So uh, most of the time, most of the time, uh, no. Uh, but oh, I, I guess I would be saying when we have our own little outbreak of a hospital, normally we're preparing for a community outbreak. Uh, it's a little bit different when you're also, uh, as a streaming hospital, so as you're probably aware, uh, the Royal Melbourne, uh, along with uh, Alfred uh, and now the Northern Adult Acute Hospitals, streaming hospitals for COVID, so as well as dealing with community load of COVID, I guess we have an additional challenge at the moment of dealing with uh, patients in our own hospital. And when people are furloughed, when staff are furloughed, they still get paid, don't they? They just can't come to work. That's correct. Uh, absolutely, they're paid. And really, there's been extraordinary kindness amongst colleagues. Uh, I've seen... Um, the photos go around on social media of care packages being dropped off at the door of people's homes who are furloughed. The majority of these are really just precautionary for people that are primary contacts. Unfortunately, in intensive care unit, anybody who's been a contact has um, so far tested negative and all come, a number of them are coming up to their day 13 swab. So it shows the great advantage of being vaccinated. Oh, yes. Um, Been there. I've got my day 13 test today. I'm I'm furloughed for a different reason. I'm stuck at home for a different reason, but I guess um, similar kind of regulation. And just to double-check, Chris, can people come to the hospital at the moment? Are you taking visitors or not? That's the really challenging part. Visitors are very much limited. We're doing Mm. our very best to reach out to relatives and obviously for critical patients in the intensive care unit. Uh, you know, for end-of-life care, we will allow visitation, but otherwise we're reaching out with telehealth visitors, uh, visits, trying to make sure there's lots of verbal communication and doing our very best to reassure uh, loved ones of our patients that, of their condition and our, our plans for them. But it, there's no doubt this adds an, you know, a big burden to our families that they can't come in. Yes, when we had a chat to someone who was in intensive care with COVID, he really spoke about the moment it, Others were allowed to come visit him, and you could open the doors, and he was clear. That's, I mean, it's clear the pressure is really on when they're really sick and they've got the virus. There's no doubt that that is, you know, a, a layer of complexity and personal challenge. Um, yeah. People want to feel close, they want to feel involved, and the majority of times, and uh, we, we, you know, it's one of the great things the staff like doing with, with, is working with families in a close way. But we just have to pivot and do it a little bit differently. What were you doing 20 years ago, Chris? Well, 20 years ago, I was doing my last year of training, and quite ironically, I was actually doing a term as an infectious diseases registrar at the Royal Melbourne <laughs> and respiratory. Also, a significant year in uh, the life of my family, our second child was born. Oh, wow. Right. So, have you ended up where you kind of thought you would? Uh, I uh, ended up being uh, an intensive care specialist. I probably morphed doing a little bit more uh, hospital administration than I perhaps initially um, 
I had planned, but um, I thought, it's yeah, called being the director for a reason. I've ended up uh, in, in the field that I chose, and I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Really appreciate your time and your work. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Associate Professor Chris McIsaac, Director of Intensive Care at the Royal Melbourne. They're treating COVID patients. Uh, they've got staff, 300 of them furloughed because of COVID uh, and their links to the Shepparton Cluster. What do you say, seven or eight staff and uh, seven patients? So all containable, all doable. Just that whole, the meaning of the word exponential. You don't like it when things double, and if they are going to double, you want them to double really slowly. What were you doing 20 years ago, Josh?